Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to parshas tetzav, and we continue in our journey of the details of the Mishkan. Last week was much parshas truma was much more about the kalim, the utensils of the Mishkan. This week a much greater focus on the Kohanic vestments, the Big Day Kahuna. And we know, as we always speak about, these details are not simply historically relevant, but are contemporarily relevant as well. These details contain meaningful life messages and motifs that inform and shape the way we live to this very day. But this Shabbos is unique because there's a supplemental reading as well. This Shabbos, we read Parsha Zachar. Parsha Zachar details the story of our war with Amalek. It's a story that we're well familiar with. And the parashas B'Shalach, the Torah tells us, Klal Yisrael leaves Egypt. And again, Rashi HaKadosh gives the mushal of Klal Yisrael was like a scalding hot bath. So you have a scalding hot bath, no one wants to jump in because they're going to get burnt. No one wanted to start up with Klal Yisrael when we left Egypt. The world had seen what HaKadosh Baruch Hu had done to Pharaoh. But Amalek, Amalek was so consumed with hatred, so consumed with animosity, that they, so to speak, jumped into the bath. They were the first nation to wage war against Klal Yisrael. They lost. They lost. But the war with Amalek has been a war that has been ongoing from the generations. The truth is, the war with Amalek began much earlier than the end of the Parshas B'Shalach. The war with Amalek already began in the womb of Rivka Imenu. Torah tells us that when Rivka was pregnant with her sons, Yaakov and Esau, the Torah says, Vayis The children, they struggled with each other in the womb. Yaakov, we, Klal Yisrael, the descendants of Yaakov, Amalek, a descendant of Esau, that war already began in utero. And the war continues generation after generation in many different ways. And so we read the story of Amalek, Parshas Amalek, Parshas Zohar, on this Shabbos before Purim. The Gemara explains why. On a very simple level, Haman, the arch enemy of the Jewish people in the Megillah story, in the Purim story, was a member of the nation of Amalek. And so the Purim story represents but another chapter in our ongoing struggle against Amalek. But the Baal advances an additional idea as well. And the truth is, in order to appreciate the Rebbe's idea, let's take a look at Parashas Amalek for just a moment, or Parashas Zohar as we call it. The Torah tells us, tells us the whole story. And then after it tells us the story, it says, Zohar. Zohar is asher asa l'cha Amalek. Remember. Remember what Amalek did to you. And the question, of course, that many of the commentaries ask is, what is it exactly that we're supposed to remember? Is it that remembering that people hate us? There's, there's no shortage of reminders of that. Just this week, Cloudly Sirel, we mourn three beautiful Carbonos, three young men, so violently taken from us. That Cloudly Sirel has detractors, that Cloudly Sirel has enemies, that Cloudly Sirel has people who want to kill us. Do we need a reminder? We need a supplemental Torah reading to remind us of that. This past Shabbos, a, sh- a day of hate promoted here in this country of democracy, in this country which has granted us such incredible rich, religious and spiritual rights. Is there a shortage of reminders that we are despised by many in the world? So what's the heart? What is it that we're remembering? And the Vashant of HaKadosh says something absolutely amazing. The Rebbe explains that if you look at the section of Parashat Zachar, the Torah tells us, where did Amalek attack us? Where did Amalek attack us? They attacked us from behind. They attacked us from the rear of the nation. Literally again, They attacked the stragglers. There are people who are straggling behind, running behind the nation, couldn't keep up with everyone else, 
And that's where Amalek attacked. And Rashi HaKadosh says, who are these Nechesh Sholem Acharecha? Who are the people who were left behind? And Rashi says, who were they? Zikanim, elderly people, Cholim, sick people, right? Those, Shepaltua Anan, that the cloud expelled them, maybe sinners. They were people who just lived on the periphery. People who were marginalized for a whole variety of different reasons. So you have to imagine the scene. Cloud Yisrael is moving, Cloud Yisrael is traveling. But you know, like in any group, there are always stragglers. There are always people behind who just can't keep up with everyone else. That's where Amalek attacked. Amalek attacked the stragglers. Amalek attacked the people who couldn't keep up with the rest of the group. And the Bashan Davakadish says something so incredibly amazing. The Rebbe explains, do you know why we read Parsha Zachar? It's not to remind us of anti-Semitism. It's not to remind us that people hate us. We don't need any reminders. It's a reminder to give ourselves Musr. What's the Musr? How did we allow there to be stragglers? How did we allow there to be people who couldn't give? How, how did we move on? How did we move on? You know what the image is? The image is if, imagine, I'm there. I'm one of the members of Kalal Yisrael leaving, leaving Mitzrayim. We're going. See, no, you have a family, Baruch Hashem. You make sure the kids are accounted for, the spouse is accounted for, my parents. Okay, the, the nuclear family unit is there. Let's go. What about the other people? What about the other people? What about people who didn't have family to look after them? What about the people who aren't as socially connected? What about the people who maybe the world looks at or, or our communities look at as different, peripheral? What about them? What about them? And the answer is no one was looking after them. And as a result, they were stragglers. As a result, they were just like shuffling behind the rest of the kawa. Everybody else was busy with their own stuff. They were just straggling behind. And Amalek, Amalek sensed a weakness. A weakness in the clown, A weakness in the achtos. A weakness in the cohesion. And that's where they attacked from. They attacked from behind. They attacked from the rear of the nation. They attacked the stragglers. That's where they attacked. And as such says the Bashem of HaKadosh, now I know I reread this on the Shabbos before Purim. What did Haman say to Achashverosh? You know, it's an amazing thing. A different topic. Haman never even identifies, never even identifies the people who he wants Achashverosh to annihilate. He just simply maligns us. And he says, Yeshno am echad mefuzar umefurat bein ha'amim. There's this nation and they're dispersed. And what does it mean, mefuzar? They're dispersed. They don't even take care of each other. Everyone is just concerned with his own mishpacha, his own family. Everyone is just concerned with his own bias, his own home. And no one is concerned for the stragglers, for the nechashala macharecha, for the marginalized, for the peripheralized people. That's how Haman maligns us. And so on this Shabbos before Purim, we read Parsha Zachar, because the Alter Zayda Amalek attacked us for the same way they sensed we just forgot about the stragglers and they exploited that weakness. Haman exploited that very same weakness. And this is the Musr of Parsha Zachar to get us to ask the simple question Are there Nechashalim Acharecha? Are there stragglers in our midst? And these stragglers, they could be in so many different ways. You know, sometimes, Havra, even within a family, you could have a child who feels neglected. 
You could have a spouse who feels neglected, a parent. There are stragglers sometimes in a family unit, in a community. You know, our shuls are so family-centric and so marriage-centric. There are people who often just live kind of on the shoulder, on the shoulder of shul, in the shoulder, right in the side lanes. Are there people who maybe are a little bit different? Are there people who maybe are peripheralized or marginalized for a whole variety of different reasons? You know, not everybody is in the in crowd and not everybody has a whole group of friends and not everyone is always invited out with multiple invitations for every single Shabbos meal. Are there stragglers within our midst? Are there stragglers in our community? Are there stragglers in our people? Are there nechashalem acharecha in our lives? And the Rebbe says, that's why we read this parasha. Because I hear this story and I realize, my gosh, Amalek was able to attack us because we made ourselves vulnerable. And we made ourselves vulnerable because we forgot about the stragglers. We forgot about the people who maybe aren't part of the in crowd. We forgot about the people who maybe can't keep up with everyone else. We forgot about the people who simply can't keep a pace, for whatever the reason, with the rest of Klaal Yisrael. It's so easy to be myopic, you know, in our communal vision. To see the people who look like us, practice like us, have the same like life status as us, and to totally block out everyone else. But that's not our job as Jews. Our job as Jews is to be able to see everyone, to be able to acknowledge everyone, to be able to embrace everyone. I don't have to be best friends with everyone, but at least my antenna have to be up to make sure that if there are any stragglers, I am doing my part to help out in some way, in some small way. And perhaps this is the entire Yisodin opportunity we have on Purim. If you think about it for just a moment, yes, we have Su'uda, and Su'uda, of course, is a beautiful opportunity to give thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the incredible miracle that He's done for us. But we have other mitzvahs of the day as well. We have Mishlach Manos, Matanos Levyonim. Matanos Levyonim, we know, giving gifts to the, to the poor. And it is amazing, Halacha on Purim. The Halacha on Purim is, Whoever opens his hand and asks, you have to give. The rest of the year, someone asks you for something, you have the right to do your due diligence. On Purim, someone asks you for help, you give. Why? Because Purim is all about looking out for the stragglers. Purim is all about broadening our definition of inclusive community. Purim is all about helping those maybe who just can't keep up with everyone else. And we can use our Mishloach Moros in the same way. You know, dear friends, I say this in my show all the time. I know my congregants are tired of hearing about it already. Your friends don't need your Shalach Manas. Your friends know that they love you. They know, or that you love them. Right? Whether you bring them Shalach Manas, don't bring them Shalach Manas. Think about people you could give Shalach Manas to, maybe, who aren't getting from a million different people. You know, sometimes I once heard a person complaining that they were out for a couple of hours on Purim Day, they came back and they said, I literally couldn't get into my front door. My front door, all the Shalach Manas. And they said this in a group. And there was a person there who I happened to know is just socially on the outs. For whatever, for whatever the reason. For whatever the reason. And I thought, Ribbono Shalom. I don't even know if this person gets two, three, four Shalach Manas. Mishloch Manas. Give to someone who needs it. Your friends, they, they really don't need your stuff. They, 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 like I said, they know that you love them, whether or not they get your four-tier shalach manas. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. 
But the whole point of Misa Mishloach Manos is to be able to build bonds within Kalal So Who should you build bonds with? Maybe those who are struggling a little bit. Maybe those who are peripheralized and maybe those who are marginalized. This is the Avodah of Parashat Zachar and this is the Avodah of Purim. And the truth is, it's the Avodah every single day. We are vulnerable when there are stragglers. We are vulnerable when there are people who are left behind. We are vulnerable when there are Jews who are living in the shoulder of the community. Let's do our part. Let's circle the wagons. Let's make sure everyone has a place. Let's make sure everyone feels loved. Everyone feels embraced. Everyone is a big word. We're never going to get everyone. But if we each do our part with someone, then together we diminish the ranks of the stragglers. We diminish the ranks of the Nechashalamacharecha. And if we don't allow any stragglers, Kladi Sral is strong, the wagons are circled, and Amalek doesn't have an opening. To look out for one another, to embrace one another, to love one another, to bring each other close. Wishing everyone a good Nerev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.